Why is it spicy? And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from the spooky part of pumpy, spooky, thanky, happy season, I'm Doyen. That that was a lot. That that was a lot. It was four months. September is pumpy for pumpkin spice. October is spooky. November is thanky. Really a week in November is thank you, but y'all seem to insist that we should do that for all of November. And then there's Christmas, which is merry and happy. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so Doya, tell us what you've been up to and what you are drinking. Oh, what have I been up to? Um, I did watch the sequel for um Hocus Pocus 2. Did you like it? It was okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I liked the direction they went. It just I don't know. I think it did lose some of the fun that we get from the nostalgia piece. Yeah. I'm going to take everybody else's word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just figure that's the best way to play it safe. I hear you there. <laughs> um, otherwise, <coughs> what have I been doing? This weekend, I didn't have anything to do, which is fabulous. Um, I just stayed at home. And it was great. <laughs> okay. I think, I think most of Saturday, I was actually in my bedroom. <laughs> Listen, the Saturday of my dreams. It was it was a delight for sure. Um, apart from that, I really don't know what I've been doing. Watching a lot of TV. Um, there is the new Bribes Burgers started back up. So I've seen a episode. I think the new one starts today. I also watched... Oh, yes. Last thing, I watched Greg at um, Abbott Elementary. And the thing with Abbott Elementary is it always auto-suggests Blackish. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting here minding my business watching all these episodes of Blackish. And then I realize I'm in the finale. <laughs> and it stuck up on me because I probably yes. would have never watched the finale if I knew I was that close to the end. But <laughs> I have not watched the finale. I actually have not watched the last. I haven't watched the last season, but. I don't think I watched the next to the last either. Like, I will pull back because I will want it to last. Yes, same. And so I was a little bit like, well, I never would have seen it if I knew it was coming that quickly. But, I mean, it was a good finale. It kind of gave me, um, you know, Fresh Prince when they move out the house. Yeah. Because everybody's gotten older. That's what they do. But it was just to the end I was just like I was just shocked because I was like <laughs> nobody warned me nothing like, it just, <laughs> I don't like ending shows I haven't finished yeah. uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt me neither <laughs> me neither I, refuse. I, I just don't like ending shows anymore <laughs> I still have not watched the final season of Monk and I still haven't watched the final season of Law and Order Criminal Intent. Because listen, <laughs> if I love a show, I love it. And I want it to stay with yeah. me forever. It should never end. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt like 
<laughs> that one was forced on me but <laughs> it is what it is it was a good ending and it was cute because they showed like when they began and when they current life and I'm like oh my yeah. god everybody's got so grown up <laughs> the little baby I forgot that the baby was like he's like in kindergarten I was like but wait you're the baby <laughs> like uh. what happened and the twins were talking about college. It was just a lot. But Mm-mm. here we are. And the yeah. show has ended for me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry you got a surprise ending. <laughs> well, I'm so excited about Abbott. Um, have you watched it yet? I did. And I learned my lesson about watching shows on the night that they air. Because nobody had a chance to warn me. But let me tell you. Because I'm really good at this. Because when you are as afraid of things <laughs> as I am of mice, you mm-hmm. learn to pick up on cues. So mm-hmm. I was watching, um, like, with hesitation from the mm-hmm. very beginning when they mentioned mice being in the wall. So I was like, that's very random. They wouldn't just bring it up. I watched with hesitation. <laughs> so I actually didn't see anything and I started mm-hmm. humming real loud so that I didn't hear anything because when they, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost the end of the show. And when she said cafeteria, I was like, mm-hmm, that's where it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and I learned my lesson. Such... I will no longer watch because I, and I typically don't watch Abbott like the day that it airs because I typically don't mm-hmm. know when it airs. And I just happened mm-hmm. to, like, it's on my DVR to record, and the little red light came on. I said, what, I'm recording tonight? And I was like, oh, it. Okay, well, I'm not doing anything. I'll watch it right now. <laughs> Learn my lesson. I will say that um, I am not a good friend because I don't even remember the mice. <laughs> it was I a very know. flash scene toward the end in the cafeteria. Got it. My apologies. Yeah. I just, I will pay more attention to my. Well, I mean, you couldn't you. warn me because I watched it in real time. <laughs> so, this is true. <laughs> I have learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so, for when it comes to what I'm drinking today, um, I, I was trying to be creative, but I also use the stuff I had. So I I'm calling this an apple cider margarita. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. Tequila and apple juice with a splash of margarita mix. <laughs> okay. And what does that taste like? <laughs> apple juice <Okay>. and tequila. <laughs> and a splash of margarita mix. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to start with my drink. Um, I went to the liquor store and I saw these drinks. I've seen them on TikTok. And I saw them the last time I was a little store, but I didn't stop to look at them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop by and get one of those uh, ready-made drinks for tonight mm. because I can. So, <laughs> <laughs> and the girl on TikTok was like, they're kind of strong. I don't know. We'll see. But um, they're called On the Rocks Premium Cocktails. <gasps> I was about to say, is it On the Rocks? And I've Yay. never had one before. And I just want you to know that I got this one specifically because I love doing it. Because it is Jalapeno Pineapple Margarita. 
And I said, you know what? Doyen would like this. She would want me to try it. Now, mind you, the last time I tried some spicy drink, I didn't like it. So I feel like I'm not going to like it. But I'm doing it because I love Doyen. So I'm going to give it the first sip. Um, Thank you. It smells spicy. <laughs> it smells will help you. It smells spicy. I will say, on the rocks, tastes like... If you or I made a drink for each other, that's how strong it is. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't like it. Mm-mm. It tastes... I... It tastes good. It tastes good. This is spicy. I don't like being kicked in the back of my throat. And it is something about this drinking is... spice that kicks me in the back of my throat. Like... And it's, it's not like. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> it's not, it's not hot like it burns my tongue or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it kicked me in my throat and I don't like that. I wish it didn't do that because otherwise it tastes really good. I mean, I'm probably going to sit here and drink it all. It tastes really <laughs> good. Um, mm-hmm. It has a sort of um, sneak up on you kind of feel to it the pineapple is not overwhelming which doesn't bother me because i like pineapple but you know you're drinking a margarita yes, like it's you know sometimes pineapple drinks because mm-hmm. good sis pineapple will carry that liquor for you the mm-hmm. back of my neck is warm mm-hmm. now <laughs> just want y'all to know <laughs> my esophagus is warm <laughs> that's how i feel about meals i'm like what why am I choking over the street? No, I love a meal. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Mm-mm. It be giving me at the back of my throat as a surprise and a little bit in my nose. It's just too much. <laughs> I actually don't think this is quite spicy enough for you. Have you tried this one? It probably isn't. I don't think I have. I love their Manhattan and their aviation is... See, I almost this. got the aviation but and I was... then I saw this and I said, no, Doyen would want me to try jalapeno pineapple <laughs> um Doyen wants to try it now so I'm going to go to the store it. listen it is it is it is it is tasty I just don't like that after effect but it's not even I forgot what it was that I tried before that was because of you it was another spicy drink and I could not continue to drink it I can drink this like I don't mm. like that feeling but I can drink this funny enough today I was like hmm this is good, but what if I had made myself some jalapeno um, simple syrup just to you, give it a you will add it's, You will add more to this. My lips are tingling. It is something about us Nigerians. We cannot leave well enough alone. We'll be like, oh, let me make this spicy. Just drink it. Enjoy it. We don't need to add spice. Spicy food time. is great. <laughs> I, I don't want my liquid spicy. I don't understand. It's like that TikTok where that girl takes that drink and she's like, why is it spicy? (laughs) That's how it feels. Please find it for the opener. I will. I will. (laughs) Um, So, oh, I had two things to say. Oh, so my local food delivery service. First of all, what day was this? Last Thursday. Um... Mm. I had a really long day, so I came home. 
and got straight in the bathtub and just soaked my cares away. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, I had cooked the night before, so I was like, okay, I have leftovers tonight. And then I remembered that it was payday, and I was like, oh, bitch. I'm finna order a DoorDash from the tub <laughs> like the bad bitch that I am. So, <laughs> so I open up my app, and I'm scrolling, trying to think of what I want. And then I think of the restaurant I want, and it's not on DoorDash, but it's on our local food delivery service thing. So I open that mm-hmm. app, and lo and behold, they have added liquor stores. I almost dropped my phone in the tub. Now, I know y'all heard me say this before, but let me reiterate to you that I live in a rural area, small town USA, small town Mississippi. So, like, this is a big fucking deal. (laughs) So, I decide to order. I ordered some tequila and some tonic water just to see if it worked. It did. Um... I had to open the door for the, I like answer the door and bring them my license. I didn't know I was going to have to do that. Um, so mm-hmm. I had on a white t-shirt, no bra. It's all good though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was hella expensive. I'll never do it again, but it's good to know that I, like, mm-hmm. like we have it. I just wanted to make sure that it worked. And so I was excited about that. I, I will say we have found, like we talking about me and my best friend, we were trying to send another friend a bottle of wine for her birthday. So DoorDash delivery of total wine was way more expensive than us using Instacart to go to total wine. Uh, <laughs> so they like, they hype up the prices. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm, and then, of course, also having a dog. I don't like when they knock on my door. And I'm used to them <laughs> leaving the food. You know, they'll mm-hmm. send me a message. The food's out. That's what I'm used to. No, I had to go answer mm-hmm. the door and show my ID. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's good to know. Life is hard. <laughs> it's good to know that I have it. You know, that it works and that we have it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about Instacart. I'm going to try Instacart and see if... um. I, I use Instacart by spells, and it's crazy because I also use, like, I mainly grocery shop at Kroger, and Instacart, and a lot of times, is actually cheaper than Kroger Click It, so, anywho, mm-hmm. anywho. Yeah, and I accidentally paid for a year of Instacart, Ooh. so, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I accidentally signed back up for the Dash Pass. And I didn't realize oh. I had done it, but I was like, I keep catching all these specials where it's free delivery. And I thought it was something special <laughs> about me. And then I noticed it. Mm-hmm. So. What if? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, also, when I went to the liquor store today, the lady in there decides to tell me, see, I don't know what's wrong with palm colored people. They always, mm-hmm. like, if they kind of know you in general because she just know me from coming in the store they feel so up close and personal so she want to tell me something about her cousin dog and her granddaughter and all this shit and then she goes and i don't know why the dog like attacked her he's never done that before i wonder because she has dark skin 
Mm. <sighs> I looked her dad in her eye and I said, probably. Probably. Because they some hillbillies. <laughs> so I looked, I was like, probably. Mm. That's probably is why. Like, girl, okay, you got a black grandchild. I'm not surprised. Can we move on? Mm. I just hate <laughs> them feeling like overly shared. Like, there was no need for me to know that. None. Right. Yeah. Um, I sometimes wonder: is it just in my face that people feel like they? I don't be looking friendly. <laughs> I don't be. You be looking friendly. I don't. I don't be looking friendly. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I I really don't. Um, anywho, mm-hmm. uh, television has been great. Um, Hot D didn't show me no rats this week. I guess them and Abbott just switched places. So. There's that. Um, it's so, 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 so good. Uh, loving it so much. I also realized, because um, I think I mentioned on the show, Fire and Blood is the source material for um, House of the Dragon. And I read it, read the book prior to the show starting, but I think I read it too fast because a lot of this stuff I don't remember. <laughs> Like, things I should remember how this... Uh, some stuff I'm like, okay, I do remember this. Or some stuff I'm clearly like, okay, that is not the way it happened. But there are things I feel like mm-hmm. I should remember that I don't. Um, So, yeah. I'm also watching... That's my constant struggle with Harry Potter. Is that, like, I haven't read it yes. in so long. They're watching the movies. I'm like, and people, I don't know. <laughs> like... Also, because every time there's a Harry Potter marathon on, I'm tuned in. So people think, like, I know the movies front one and backward. But I'm like, I really don't because they're just on. I'm not really watching them. <laughs> it's too damn much. Every time. The book, the movies, all of it. And I'm like, you can't be mad that the movies don't have all of the book. Because the book was like a thousand pages long. <laughs> and the movies were three hours long. <laughs> What are you mad at? I've also been watching uh, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Uh, really good. Mm. I, I feel really confused because so I'm not this. I'm not a huge Tolkien fan. Um, read The Hobbit in fifth grade and decided I never want to read that bullshit again. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. did not watch Lord of the like. I only recently watched Lord of the Rings the movies in preparation for the show, even though the show is a prequel, but still. I just, I feel slow when I watch, (laughs) when I watch Rings of Power because so many of the names sound alike and Mm -hmm. Tolkien was a linguist and a English professor and and he made up this language and it's all these made up words and it feels pretentious and too much and so I'm enjoying the show, but I'm a little lost. I'm a little lost. Speaking of language, I'm going to have to send it to you. It was like this girl was supposed to rap Anaconda, but the other half, like every other line had to be Sim. Sim's language. (laughs) Oh, wow. So she'd say like a super normal one and then gibberish the next line. (laughs) I have never played Sim. (laughs) But I really enjoy the TikToks where people like do their stuff in their sim language and it's funny and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also convinced that the German language is like the source of Sims language because there's this black German Peloton guy that um, my like black Peloton group likes to feature just so we can get their numbers up. And I'm like, you sound like a Sim. It's just not our language. I don't know. <laughs> but anywho, that's all that's been going on with me. It's just watching TV and ordering high ass alcohol delivered to my house. Tis the season. I also went to the dentist and had some crap done, and I have to go back in three weeks, and mm-hmm. my mouth is still sore. So there's that. Yeah, they didn't give you no hard drugs. They didn't give me any drugs. <laughs> I mean, of course he didn't. My mouth. <laughs> yeah. But I asked him yeah. once before, why why don't you ever give me laughing gas? Because I've never had laughing gas. And he said it's because I'm a good patient. And I was like, what that mean? And he said, like, laughing gas is like, it doesn't numb you or anything like that. He says just to make you relax. And he's like, and I, you're relaxed. So next time I'm going to act in a fool. I keep telling them I'm stressed. I'm like, going to the dentist stresses me out. And they're like, aw. And they do nothing. I, I want laughing gas. <laughs> and I, and I, and I, he can, I know he can tell, like, the look on my face. I'm like, but I want it. And he was like, it doesn't numb you. I was like, but I feel like it would help. He's like, I promise I'm going to numb you up really good. And I'm going to get, he said he's going to squirt me some medicine. I don't know what that means. Sounds a little iffy, but he was like, (laughs) right. He's like, I'm going to squirt you some medicine in there too. You're going to be fine. I want laughing gas. (laughs) Hear me out, medical (laughs) professional that I pay. Give me my laughing gas. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and move on to our current events. I will say this week was a really slow week. Like I was looking on websites. They kept bringing up the Kardashians and I was like, I don't want to talk about them. (sighs) But this first article, I am only going to read the title and then we could just, hmm, and then we don't have to go far. So um, I actually titled this unofficially, a broken clock is right twice a day. So Boozy said to Kanye West, how can you diss George Bush and then wear a White Lives Matter t-shirt? That's it. That's all I wanted to say about it. And all (laughs) I want to say is I want you to know that you and Shonda said the exact same thing about the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm so over him. I keep taking my glasses off and off. <laughs> they're dirty and it annoys me to have them on because they're dirty, but also mm-hmm. I can't see. <laughs> so I can't yeah. like even if as close as my screen is, like this is you in standard definition. I don't like it. Right. Like it's just all the details. It's blurry <laughs> without my glasses on. Like it's blurry, so I need them on. Yeah. yeah. Anywho And it's yeah. Sorry. Last thing I was going to say to me, it's like, even though I am not a nation, but I feel like I am by myself, it's a matter of national security. Because if I don't have my glasses on and somebody's walking up towards me, I don't know if they're about to kick my right. ass, if they're going to smile right. at me until like three steps away. I mean, you got to be, and people don't understand that if you, if you see people 
and you don't have your glasses on, they don't understand you. Baby, I know you're right here, but I literally don't know who you are. I cannot see. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, yeah, that's all I had to say about Boosie. Is that was it. Um, but next up, our dearest beloved, our juicy booty, Trevor Noah, is leaving The Daily Show. And um, he announced he's going to step away. And um, he's been a host for seven years, so it's about time. It feels so much longer than that. Uh, I think I got into him in his book, and I want to say that was before the show. So I feel like I've been obsessed with him for a very long time. But um, it's been great, and I'm proud of him. Also, it also reminds me of how I watched SNL with the new people last week. I mean, yesterday. It was just weird. Like, yeah, SNL changes out, but also SNL kind of leaned into the notion that like these are new people and we're gonna feel weird about them <laughs> yeah so it's just weird to be like okay snl and trevor noah that's a lot of change to be happening in my in my brain at once also we caught him kissing dua Lip- lipa mm-hmm. so there's also tea about that but <laughs> um, um was last week's episode the one with megan or is it this week coming up it might be this week coming up because okay. uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar was last week. Okay. And by last week, I mean like two days ago. Right. But good news is Michael Che and Colin are still there. And so I feel okay. Also, um, Keenan is there. <laughs> so everybody's good. Uh, but he does hint that he wants to go back to more stand-up work, which I've seen him twice doing stand-up. And just seeing his booty, it just gives me joy so i'm okay with wherever he wants to go <laughs> is he more stacked than john legend i probably he's he's juicy john legend's Size, juicy booty let me go look at john legend but i feel like and then he'd be wearing the little like skinny jeans that are like acceptable for straight men for some reason <laughs> they're skinny but they're not like tight tight anyways I've never even heard about John Legend's booty. Girl, you hadn't seen it? Mm-mm. John Legend is caked up. <laughs> Double caked up on the third th- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, speaking of, he just dropped an album called Legend. I did not listen, but just in case. I haven't listened, but I'm going to. I've just been... Ari Lennox... Uh, Ari Lennox's new uh, uh, I can't talk Ari Lennox mm-hmm. she has a new album and it is the first thing I've listened to since um, Renaissance oh excuse mm-hmm. me I'm gonna say it like the artsy white girls Renaissance um, so yeah I've been going back and forth between Queen Bee and Ari Lennox mm, I remember when hers came out I wasn't ready for a new album yet, <laughs> but I will definitely go back. I did see his, but I still think, I don't know. I will have to side by side and <laughs> <laughs> study this like it's my uh, dissertation. Anyways. Okay, so next up. um, It's weird because this is from The Root, and 
I don't know if this was like a like a clickbait article, but they said Aretha's FBI file is finally revealed and it's shocking. I don't know what's shocking about this. We know the FBI's been on fuck shit for some minute. But um FBI tried to connect her to extremist movements for four decades and failed. That's where I'm shocked is that they failed. <laughs> but um the file began in nineteen sixty seven. It lasted until two thousand and seven. Which reminds me, like I always like to tell people, like the racist ass history is not history, it's present. Yep. Um, but uh, the file revealed it was 270 pages and it was full of phrases such as pro-communist, hate America, radical, black extremists, militant black power, and racial violence. And they love to make some shit up. Um, her father also was a minister and civil rights activist who was shot in 1979. And so I, more than anything, she was a target just because of the community she grew up around. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, much of, um, much of the FBI movement, especially within the um, civil rights era, especially when they didn't like black people, they would love to tie it to communism because that was popular Mm -hmm. is to make out your enemies to be communists to like stoke that fear but um i love that they kept trying and they kept failing um they also have files on marvin gay jimmy hendrix whitney houston and big and sammy davis jr they just the fbi fucking sucks but <laughs> let me stop talking before they start adding me to communist um <laughs> I'm convinced I have a file. Radical files. <laughs> the books I I've bought, that. the conversations I've participated in on Twitter, pretty sure I have a file. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. I talk big shit anyway, so probably have a file with everybody. Um. Okay, so lastly, like I said, this was just a very slow news week for some reason. I just felt like most of the things that I saw, I wasn't really interested in. But, um, oh, California. California did a delightful thing where they finally were the first state to not allow rap lyrics as evidence in a criminal proceeding. Um, there was an episode a few years ago about Hidden Brain. And, um, actually it was funny because the person they were talking about was actually a friend of mine. And so what happened was they found rap lyrics in his car that was abandoned. And, you know, it was kind of gangster rappy, talking about, you know, shoot up the whole set and all of that. And they were able to use that as evidence that he was a potential terrorist. Now, the thing with Hidden Brain is they also compared country music. They sounded just as violent, but they never used that in court mm-hmm. as evidence. <laughs> so, California is now the first state out of the whole 50 to not allow that because it's very 
obvious that there's racial bias when it comes to the music that we come up with compared to the music that other races come up with. So, mm-hmm. super excited about that and super proud of it because it's just it's just a chip off of like one block of like more shit that we have to come with but I was really um, happy and proud of California to do that. Uh, as far as what I've seen really been knocking them out the park like mm-hmm. I mean I don't live there so I don't know you know mm-hmm. everything about him or what all he's done but from what I've seen <laughs> he ain't missing mm-hmm. as much as like California is very liberal there are also a lot of conservatives that are pissed off at him think Bakersfield oh yeah California <laughs> think between the major cities I mean California <laughs> is a weird paradox mm-hmm because in theory, in the way it looks, yeah, it looks liberal, but they often have conservative leadership. That's not mm-hmm. out of the norm for them. So, yeah, they're a paradox like that. Well, you know what? It's not a paradox because mm-hmm. when you look at the ground, on the ground in a place like Mississippi, it, we may look conservative because we have conservative leadership, but it's... it's, it's it's heavy liberal. If it wasn't for gerrymandering and redlining and redistricting and all those things, we would not still be a red state. So I guess yeah. that's not a paradox. That's just the way fucked up shit is in America. Yeah, California is a case study of if you reduce the barriers to vote, like even like Texas, like if if they, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, if they weren't actively trying to reduce and limit voting, it would not be a red state. And they know it. <laughs> but alas. Which, oh my God, I forgot to tell you. I met Beto at work. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I met him at a D9 rally Saturday. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot that in my highlights of the week, but um, he's tall, he's tall and skinny. Is he? But uh, yeah. I never, I never get it right. Like, I never get it right. I, I would say he's at least six four. Really? Oh no, mm-hmm. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, he's tall and lanky. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I did. But yeah, basically, you're right. Like this gerrymandering and redlining and limiting voting dates and times and stuff like that. They do it on purpose because they know if everybody had a voice, they'd be out of here. Alas. <laughs> and lastly, our friends in Oklahoma. <laughs> TMZ. I'm kind of appalled because I feel like they could have did some better work in this title. But um, basically, this semi-truck had... It was a semi truck full of sex toys, and it fell over. Mm. And so, of course, the media is trying to post all these videos, not realizing that they're showing people dildos. Dicks in the street. Dicks <laughs> all in the over street. the street. <laughs> um, 
And I was like, nobody stopped by and picked up a couple. Christmas is coming up. Send it to your friend. <laughs> no, send me no goddamn highway penis. <laughs> I'll send you a cleaner. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Times are hard. <laughs> you better accept your blessing where you find it. Anyways. Not um, off the highway. <laughs> what if I picked up a box that hadn't been opened? Nothing. Lightly squashed. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, so Oklahoma had a bunch of dicks on the highway. And it took hours to actually clear the dicks up. But um, I just thought it was funny to see that. That's all. I have no um, I'm a child when it comes to my sense of humor. But we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back. Alrighty. We are back and it is time for our Someone Something. Someone Something. And she's Justin Katanji Brown Jackson. Mm. Oh. So I'm not happy about this round of the Supreme Court because fuck them. I know they're going to be on some fuck shit. But I will say I'm really excited. This is her first round um, of the Supreme Court. And apparently there are a lot of things that are going to affect black people. So um, in our dearest, beloved, longstanding black journalism beacon essence <laughs> they had a really great article about she actually started i believe three days ago but um just kind of talking about like what it means to have a black supreme court justice um unlike the fuck-ass black man that we have in supreme court i feel like this is something i'm very proud of and i'm really excited to see someone who looks like me do it so first we start off with um somebody named Finney. I forgot their first name. Karen Finney. She's a political commentator with CNN. And so first she says, you know, the essence asked her, then her, can you tell me about the significance of her first day in court? So she said, frankly, it's hard to put into words, but I'll try. It's just a glorious step forward on our nation's road to becoming a more just and representative country to having justice be more reflective of who we are. It's a testament to her brilliance, her integrity, and her strength that she also begins as not only the most qualified, let's say that, most qualified, but also the most popular person to take place on the Supreme Court. And it's a beautiful moment for us all to behold. And so I love that um, at this moment in my pessimism. I'm still not like, <laughs> this is our first step to representation, but I'm really excited to see that she's going to be there. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like um I've just had so much going on that I haven't had the time to like stop and be like as proud or excited as I normally would be. I feel like mm -hmm. it kind of snuck up on me, but yeah, I'm I'm super happy and excited. And as always, we know we have to, like, that's a different cup than you had earlier. <laughs> yeah, I made two tequila cups. Oh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Checking. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, as always, with our black um, leaders and forerunners, we know we have to keep them in prayer. 
Because you mm-hmm. know the hate will be strong, and we just have to make sure the love is stronger. Not all of our black leaders, because fuck Clarence Thomas. He, he <laughs> is not my leader, so okay. there's that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the other uh, person who spoke was Bishop Leah Daughtry. She was a co-convener of Power Rising. I don't know what a co-convener is, but now I want to be one. Um, sounds really cool. But uh, she also spoke about, you know, the role of the Black women with respect to political power. So the confirmation and now the investiture of Justice Jackson is really a result of Black women showing up to vote in the presidential election cycle. We did it because we had to. <laughs> like, we don't have no option. We have to. But, um... Our votes for Joe Biden and Vice President Harris, as well as our votes in Georgia and many of the other critical states, gave us the Senate, gave us the White House, and nominated Judge Jackson, gave us the Senate that confirmed her, and is a direct straight line from our turning out to vote for her confirmation. That's why it's important that we continue to show up for the issues that we need and for the people that we want to see in office so that we can see more Justice Jacksons. Okay, so I'm going to give y'all like a really quick like sermon is the intermittent terms it's really really easy to become like like lose that energy and lose that like hope especially for people like me and you who are voting in very red states but at the end of the day all we can control is ourselves we can work on our influence to like make sure that the people we love are also doing the work and hopefully one day it will get us to where we want to be but I know it's hard because sometimes I want to give up I live in Texas (laughs) one of the worst abortion laws in the country and I I don't feel energized but at the same time all I can do is vote all I can do is encourage my friends to vote and encourage people I see on the street to vote and it's not one small feat I know it's not a quick return on our investment but at the same time I think that's what we just have to keep doing and keep pushing so we can see more Justice Jacksons that's all I have there (laughs) (laughs) well um, thank you for the message Um, because I don't I don't ever really think about that, you know, some people need encouragement to vote or, you know, because of the circumstances, just because I come from voting people and mm-hmm. everybody I know is like that. Like we vote. It's never, I don't, I don't know anybody at home. I'll say I don't know anybody at large, but I don't know mm-hmm. anybody at home who doesn't. And we vote in local elections. Like, Y'all, <laughs> I was hanging out with Granda this weekend, and I was like, oh, yeah, when do we go vote? Because we have a local judge election coming up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more than a judge, but the judge is the big, you know, ticket. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And she thought I was talking about church, and she started telling me about these new candidates. Cause my... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not coming. Now, I am not coming to vote for church for the new pastor, because I have not <laughs> set foot in that church in about two years now. Mm-hmm. About 
we'll say two. It might be three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming to vote for that. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all not going to talk about me. Uh, but um, I had to redirect her. And she's like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, you know, but everybody doesn't. Some people need encouragement and need reminding. And it is mm-hmm. different if you don't have people around you that like, this is just what we do. So I'm glad you put that message out there for some of our listeners. Because if you stop, and I guess it's because I never stop and think about it. But if you stop and think about it, it is very overwhelming and it does feel fruitless. But mm-hmm. I don't think about it. I, tr- I These days I try to think about very little, actually, because... <laughs> Yes, sir. I will say um, one of the things that Beto kept saying was that, like, it's not like we're a red state. We're not voting state. Okay, that's and Texas. When, we're not gonna, that's, that's not Mississippi. Yeah, but that's <laughs> Texas, yes. Um, also, even in the, the 2016 election, I think maybe 40% in the country voted. <laughs> it's like ruled by the minority. And the people who are very, I mean, not, I mean, there's people, great people like your community, but there's a lot of people that are very adamant about voting. There's some fuck ass people that don't believe that I do. So I need to make sure I vote at the very least. And I'm just saying, let's all make sure we vote. Yeah. So then we can see more Justice Jackson's. I'm really excited to see what she will bring to the um, Supreme Court. And yeah, she's the most educated. I, I feel for her because I hate being around stupid people, and I know she did too. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and move along to our poor life decision. Poor life decision. I'm also dedicating this episode to our OG PLD, friend of the pod, co host. Um, Becca, because she did ask us <laughs> for an episode about risk. You asked and we so deliver. Real. Yes. And um, at first I actually started off trying to do some research into the notion of um, quiet quitting, because I think even then it's about rest. But then when I was reading the articles, people were like, oh, quiet quitting ain't for black women. I'm like, watch me. <laughs> The notion of quiet quitting is about like, you know, it's just not going above and beyond. Yeah, it's, it's like it's literally just doing <laughs> your job and Yes. People just come up with new terms for shit. Yes. How but often even... do I go in there and I'm like, I tell y'all what I ain't doing today <laughs> every yeah. day. So Yeah, but it and I'm probably gonna write an article about this because it has to be redirected but like when I was trying to read about quiet quitting and black women they're like we are not allowed we are not afforded that luxury because we gotta be twice as good to get half as far and I'm like I'm tired I've been burnt out since 2020 I have to at some point prioritize my mental wellness and that twice as good getting half as far is not going to do but <laughs> so let's talk about seven types of risk that everyone needs. 
Have you ever tried to fix an ongoing lack of energy by getting more sleep? No, because it doesn't work. <laughs> Only to do so and still feel exhausted? If that's you, here's the secret. Sleep and rest are not the same thing. Although many of us incorrectly confuse the two. We go through life thinking we've rested because we've gotten enough sleep, but in reality, we're just missing out on other types of rest that we desperately need. So today we're going to talk about rest, which is really restoration in seven key areas of your life. The first type of rest we need is physical rest, which can be passive or active. Passive physical rest means sleeping or napping, while active means, um, oh. <laughs> sorry, I had to gasp a little bit. Um, active physical rest is things such as yoga, stretching, and massage therapy that can improve the body's circulation and flexibility. I love massage therapy because I don't have to do much for it. Yoga and stretching requires work out of me. <laughs> How's your rest life, Chris? Um, <laughs> I probably, I don't know. I probably get more rest when I, I'm probably better at getting rest than I am at getting actual sleep. Yeah. There's, I mean, not to say there's nothing I can do about it, but resting and dealing with insomnia is not the same thing. And so I'm I'm better at resting. Yeah, I'm probably better at resting. Yeah. I will say, I think uh, way back when we did an episode about sleep, because we both have mixed relationships with sleep, but I remember it telling us to, like, think of sleep as your sketchy friend. Like, sometimes she's there for you, sometimes she's not. And so, like, taking the judgment out of my ability to sleep helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so the second type, and it's weird because I'm going to tell y'all how I've been doing mental rest lately, but it's also mental work, is mental rest. So, do you know that coworker who starts every day with a huge cup of coffee? He's often irritable and forgetful, and he has a difficult time concentrating on his work. When he lies down at night to sleep, he frequently struggles to turn his brain off as conversations from the day fill his thoughts. And despite sleeping seven to eight hours, he wakes up feeling as if he never went to bed. Well, just slap me in my face then. <laughs> when I tell you, last week I was so stressed from work where I was like having dreams where I was fighting people that I don't need to be fighting in my real life. <laughs> I thought you said dreams that you were biting people. I was going to say, no, I would have preferred to bite them, but I fought them. <laughs> but the good news is you don't have to quit your job or go on vacation to fix this. Schedule short breaks to occur every two hours throughout your workday. These breaks can remind you to slow down. You can also keep a notepad by the bed to jot down any nagging thoughts that might keep you awake. I also... Last week, again, I was talking to somebody who was talking about, like, you know, just keeping a digital to-do list. And somehow he talked me into spending $50 on an app that I'm probably not going to use. But <laughs> sometimes that's one of the biggest things that makes me feel like I'm on a mental hamster wheel is, like, 
making sure I remember the things I'm supposed to yeah. remember. So even be able to, I probably could have just did it in my Apple Notes app and just put down every single thing that hits me when it does. <laughs> I mean, I, I get good use out of my uh, reminders. So the thing that's bringing me mental rest is a light, is a wordle. And it's because it's a time where I have to focus yeah. um, on one thing and not other things. Even though it does frustrate me sometimes because I'm like, what is the fucking word? But <laughs> at the same time, it does bring me mental rest. Um, the other thing I would tell you is one of my friends, I was t- just talking to her because she just started selling like, um, crystals and so I was like hey I need something to help me focus and like really get to where I'm supposed to be moving in life and she's like yeah clear quartz and then she's like I think you need to meditate and I even know <laughs> like in my brain I was like eh? and she's like I saw that on your face and you need to slow down and meditate and I was like I really don't like when you just go read me like an open book <laughs> <laughs> But those are the things. Um, the third type of rest we need is sensory rest. Bright lights, computer screen, background noise, and multiple conversations uh, can cause our senses to feel overwhelmed. Uh, this can be countered by doing something as simple as closing your eyes for a minute in the middle of the day or un- intentionally unplugging from electronics at the end of every day. Um, I will say that's the activity I've been trying to do with reading a physical book. It's not far. Sometimes I read like a chapter and I'm like, okay, that's enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but these intentional moments do undo the damage inflicted by the overstimulating world. Is there anything you prefer to do when it comes to sensory rest? Uh, Pretty much the same. I mean, I kind of got tickled about the bright lights because people always like clown me about how dark I keep my house. But I had to look at enough lights in the day to that when I'm at work is uh, I pretty much keep it dark inside. Um, unless I mean like I'm eating or cooking or something specific. But if I'm just mm-hmm. watching TV, it's pretty dark. Um, and I know that you should like pull away from electronics, but television tends to be my escape as of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that and same thing. I'll read like a chapter a night. That's kind of how I wind down mm-hmm. uh, before bed. Except the book I'm and... reading now is hard to do that with. But um, yeah, so yeah, I, and I think to some extent it goes back to like. Just a love of the rituals, you know, creating that ritual for yourself. Well, like, okay, it's time to calm down, reduce the sensory. I know definitely, like, Parks and Rec does nothing for my sensory. I love it. I ex- I know everything about it. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, spike me up. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, um, I, I'm like you. Like, I'm reading a book that's a mystery, and that's doing a lot for my senses. <laughs> so I'm like I don't know if that's actually helping me but at the same time it is looking at something that I haven't looked at all day so there's a little bit of novelty in it yeah the fourth type of rest is creative rest 
This type of rest is especially important for anyone who must solve problems or brainstorm new ideas. Me. Creative rest reawakens the awe and wonder inside of each of us. Do you recall the last time you saw the Grand Canyon? I haven't. The ocean or a waterfall. Allowing yourself to take in the beauty of the outdoors, even if it's a local park or in a backyard, provides you a creative rest. I know people tell me I need to go outside. I'm such an indoor cat. (laughs) I just don't like the outside. But at the same time, where I get my creative rest is novelty. Because actually, I am more empowered by figuring out a new problem, which is why Wordle is a thing. Because I have not Wordled this whole time that we were supposed to be Wordling. I haven't. But it's like using that extra area of my brain that I don't use every day has actually made me a little excited. Also, just following new things that have no purpose in my life. (laughs) I'm really surprised that I like Wordle as much as I do because I don't like word puzzles or things like that because, for one, I cannot Mm -hmm. spell. And (laughs) I really can't. Like, I can't spell. And I don't like... I don't like games in quotation marks that are supposed Mm -hmm. to make me think because I don't like to think on my time off. So like, I don't like that, but I really do enjoy Wordle. But I let me tell you, I love making me a nice slushy drink and just go sit outside, just sit outside and just look. Mm -hmm. I just, I literally just sit there and just look. And sometimes I will, it's a good space to call people from. Like, I, I, I'm not a big talk on the phone girl, but sometimes I call people and just sit outside and just enjoy the fresh air and drink my drink, let my dragon fly around. She get, let her spread her wings outside. I just enjoy it. Yeah, I am not a great mom to Trina because they were like, you going to take her out? I'm like, but it's outside. <laughs> you have yet to take her outside. Bless her heart. I just don't like that. It has to be like a very like finite time without bugs and a good temperature for me to go outside. That's not going <laughs> to happen this time of year. Because by the time like the temperature is, you know, getting nice where you want to sit outside, then it's bug time. Mm-hmm. But like I spray down. But let me tell you, if there's one, I'm talking one millisquare of skin. That you did not spray, a bug you. is gonna find it. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think also just knowing what your creative rest is. Um, while some people it is truly rest, I think me being passionate about something is my rest. Like for me to be able to do something creative that I want to do, that I wasn't forced to do. That's that's my like magical space and I love it. <laughs> Next up, um emotional rest. Um so if you're in need of emotional rest, you probably have a social rest deficit too. Uh emotional requests require somebody's the courage to be authentic. An emotionally rested person can answer the question, How are you today? Was it truthful? I'm not okay. And then go on to share some hard things that go unsaid. Um, And also, 
sometimes when you do have that social rest and emotional rest, you understand like who you need to be around like when you're in your lowest. When you need to talk about something, you know who you can talk to. Because I've been, I've done it before where I had a hard time. So he's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm not okay. And then he asked me 74 more questions. And I'm like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted a hug. I wanted to be like, oh, that sucks. That's pretty much it. And so like, I've learned definitely in my relationships who I can go to and be like, yo, I'm not fucking okay. And they're like, okay, well, I love you and I'm here for you. Let me know how I can help. <laughs> yeah. And not, you know. Yeah. But to experience more social risk, surround yourself with positive and supportive people. I know sometimes we still, t- we lately have been talking about toxic positivity. But at the same time, just being around the people who even like, they just say the right things, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're not okay. They're just like, okay, I'm here for you. Let me know how I can help, which works for me. Um, I tell people all the time, which, by the way, will be happening in three days, the anniversary of my dad passing. But I tell people all the time, um, that's really when I learned how to be a better supporter of people, when people told me all the wrong things when my dad passed they were like well may god comfort you i'm like oh, can you give me a hug like <laughs> i mean god's there but like can you can you try to comfort and not push it all off on god you know little things like that and that's when i learned how my comfort like how what i needed out of my relationships with people mm-hmm. in a big way and so i think it's important to know who you need to go to when you need that emotional rest. Mm-hmm. Anything there? No. <laughs> okay. Chris, um, we're working on it. Like, Chris, like, she's been open up. She's like an onion. She's been open up to us. So I'm like, I'll be here. I she's just, like, I'm having a tough time. I'm like, yes, she told me. <laughs> I mean, the only reason why I will... I and I and of course I tell you because I feel comfortable too, but also mm-hmm. because like it's hard for me to do that kind of rest because it puts me in mm-hmm. a state of worry because mm-hmm. I don't I worry about worrying someone else, so mm-hmm. I will let you know okay I'm not okay today because it's about to go radio silent, which. Mm-hmm isn't uncharacteristic for me so it could just be a regular day but like I'm really gonna go silent and so I you know but I I have this thing that I don't I don't like to I may tell my friends uh I'm not feeling that great today but I really won't go into much more than that because mm-hmm. everybody has their own stuff right now and I don't want to weigh anybody else down with my stuff and I know that like I shouldn't be concerned which is another reason why you really should have a therapist because you don't have to be concerned about that with a therapist like that is literally their job (laughs) (laughs) that's literally their job Um, Mm -hmm. that's why I always cringe when people say well I don't have a therapist I just have really good friends and I'm like girl your friends are probably struggling and you making it worse. Anywho, um, 
my real good safe space, like I need social rest, is probably my granny, but I don't like to tell her a lot either because she'll worry about me. And then I'm worried mm-hmm. about making her worry. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, like you mentioned the hamster wheel earlier. That's literally what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm very specific and I'm, I'm grateful that I have a whole gang of people where like, if I'm like, if I have this very specific issue, specific, specific issue, I know to go there. Yeah. They they will have me there. And um, especially like once I lost my dad, I, I found my tribe of people. Yeah. And I was more validated in my tribe of people. And so like, I just say, I'm always here. Don't worry about me worrying. I like to worry. It's just my natural inclination. <laughs> and so <laughs> it, it doesn't exhaust me to worry. It's just part of who I am. But I'm always here for you. You know, I love you. Okay. So the final type of rest is spiritual rest, which is the ability to connect beyond the physical and mental and feel a deep sense of belonging, love, acceptance, and purpose. Um... To receive this, engage in something greater than yourself and add prayer, meditation, or community involvement to your daily routine. I will say lately I've been in like a really funky, selfish mood. Like I'm just like, nobody care about me. How am I supposed to care about everybody and people? But at the same time, you know, sometimes when we do step past us and our issues, when we seek to help other people who are in need, mm-hmm. like it just on top of the world, like the I don't even know how to really describe it, but it is an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when you are like having a tough time, when you are not feeling great about yourself, sometimes I'm not gonna say every time, maybe it's just worth you reaching out to something beyond you larger to you, than you and giving someone what they need yeah helping giving help when you are down or in a bad space is so magnificent like mm-hmm. this is fairly recent I think I tweeted about it like I was I was I was sitting on the bed. I had just put on my cry playlist because, you know, I like to cry (laughs) appropriately. So I had just put on my cry playlist. And I'm Mm -hmm. talking about the tears were like, the water was wet at the brim of my eye. (laughs) And then my phone rang with the Be My Eyes call. I know I've talked about the Be My Eyes app Mm -hmm. before on here. And, like, stopping to help. And I almost didn't answer because I was like, I'm finna cry. But I was like, no, girl, this person is blind and they need your help. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel so much better. Like, I literally, and and the guy, like, he was an easy one to help. Um, He just needed me to help him count some money. Sometimes they're hard. But um, mm-hmm. he, like, he was like, well, are you in a hurry? Or um, I have a couple of questions I like to always ask people. You know, when I mm-hmm. called, I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Okay, ask away. And they were cute little questions and uh, just had a good talk with him. He gave me some mm. pointers about my um, oil leaking from my car. And just, <laughs> I mean, I it really, it, I mean, like, 
and I'm the type of person I like to cry. I think first of all, I think crying is very beneficial. Crying. Mm-hmm. Very beneficial. Wash wash it all away. I love to have a good cry. But I mm-hmm. and sometimes when things happen where I don't end up crying, like I'll be mad because it messed up my cry. But I wasn't even mad. <laughs> it's like tear duck blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional right. blue balls, I think. Right, right. But yes. <laughs> uh, so basically, the, the big point of this whole article was that sleep alone is not going to restore us to the point that we feel rested. Um, I will tell you what my therapist told me, because I was talking about morning routines and how I can't stick to anything. And she was like, just try three things. Like, what if we just try within the span of our week to um rest in three of these seven ways what would happen hopefully um i think this world thrives off us being overstimulated all the time but i think there's little ways we can rest Lastly, the editor's note said, fatigue can be associated with numerous health problems. So please get checked out by your physician if it persists. <laughs> and it also reminds me of that episode of um, Golden Girls when she had fatigue. I think about <laughs> and that people all are the like, time. all the time. <laughs> Do I have chronic fatigue syndrome? All the time. <laughs> Nobody believed Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, and Dorothy didn't even have Twitter to stress her out. <laughs> oh God, I think about that episode all the time. Oh, I it's it's weird. I hyperfixate on it very, very strongly. But we will definitely have this episode on the pod. You know what I just thought about? Let me what? tell you. This is how you know I need mental rest. <laughs> I am y'all. Just forgive me, okay? For the past few days, I've been trying to figure out who is this white man in this picture with with Dory, and it just clicked. It was from when you met. It's better. It's better. But I mean, you know how you know how small profile pictures are. So I, like, yeah. I, I, like it just clicked in my mind that that yeah. is better. Y'all just don't know how, and I keep meaning to ask you, but I'll move on to something else in for you. <laughs> And it yeah. just clicked in my mind. I'm like, who, who this white man? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the only white man you'll see. In my I mean, it was weird. It was yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh. And it's weird because somehow I tie my Facebook and Instagram together and I can't, like, disconnect it. So in oh. the past, like, my instagram name used to be levita lsa because i didn't want my real government on it <laughs> but somehow i've connected it and now i just exist in different spaces but luckily my facebook and my instagram contact are fairly mid compared to who i used to be in tw- 2009 twitter ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the Bye the Dream. Um, I'll go first because I'm going to make it very quick. Because um, otherwise I'll get emotional and cry. But I am not going to get emotional and cry. I'm going to make it very quick. I would like to buy a drink. Specifically, um... <laughs> You remember those bottles in James wine coolers? I 
like to buy a bottle of Jay's wine for my granny. Oh, uh, it was her birthday this oh, past weekend. Birthday. She is 83 years old. <laughs> we hung out this weekend and um me and two of my cousins uh took her out to eat. We went to Ruben's, her favorite catfish mm. place, and we just had a good time. And I love my granny and she mm. loves me. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I, I also love Granny. I ain't never met her, but I love her too. <laughs> Everybody loves Granny because she is the most yes. amazing. Even though I feel like at least <laughs> once a week I fuss at uh, Shonda about this spaghetti and fish <laughs> situation. <laughs> granny is, Granny think it's sacrilege to just cook spaghetti. Huh. Like you can't just cook spaghetti. Well, what you cooking with it? Granted, the spaghetti is the meal. No, you gonna fry no. some chicken? No, I'm not gonna fry it. You gonna fry some fish? No, I'm it's not gonna fry no fish. It's I'm a just, meal. No, no, no. If you have spaghetti, you gotta have fried chicken or fried fish. Like, I have accepted this because I am a Southern girl. Is that what I do? Nope, but yeah. I've accepted it. Uh, the other day... I guess I made like a, basically an adult hamburger helper. So I made a lot of Rotel. So I was like, oh, I'm going to make some pasta with me. And so I actually did have macaroni elbow noodles. So I had to use another macaroni box for it. And I'm like, I made a hamburger helper. But anyway. <laughs> um, so happy birthday, Granny. We love you. The Granny of the pod. Um, would she be interested in flying out of the country in like two years to be a flower girl? <laughs> um, no. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Granny is, is flower girls is all the rage now, and I was like, I need a meemaw. I don't have. I mean, she would love to do it if you did it in the golden <laughs> triangle. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. sorry. Uh, so for buying a drink, um, I'm gonna buy a drink for our girls and bays and the gays that deal with seasonal affective disorder. Um mm-hmm. this weekend I believe we're changing our times. And so I already told my mom, I was like, I gotta start taking vitamin D. <laughs> I still hadn't started mine. Yeah, I'm going to start it. I maybe might buy that lamplight y'all keep telling me to buy. Um, but I think more than anything, especially coming out the other side of this retrograde, is like understanding that like slowness, slowness is not bad. And so if the if it's yeah. darker later in the night, maybe I can go cross-stitch or I can go crochet it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. So, just buying a drink yeah. for all of y'all. Something warm. Maybe, like, a good mm. Zippendale or uh, an old-fashioned. <laughs> or a hot chocolate. Mm. You want sugar and no alcohol. <laughs> but, um, so do y'all love and like, because, um, especially, especially this time, it can seem kind of, like, lonely. And so hoping that you have a good person to, you know, reach out to and send memes and reels all day. 
That's all. <laughs> well, Joanne, tell the people how to talk to us. Very carefully, because we just got out the red gray, and now it's about to be dark as fuck. <laughs> And unseemly hours. But, um, so we're on the Instagram as Poor Life Decision. It's one decision because we keep changing them one at a time. Um, and sometimes we have to flip it back and reverse it, but it's okay. Because, you know, we are not, there's no finiteness in our journey of the world. We're continually improving and learning and just giving each other grace. Um, we're also on Twitter as PLD Pod. Chris keeps it lit with the TV tweets. Um, I I'm gonna have to leave TV alone because I can't believe I just got surprised with the finale. <laughs> I just wasn't ready, but um, it happens. You can always just email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. You just tell us some poor life decisions you want to deal with. I know Christmas is coming. I was just telling my boyfriend about how we had to put ourselves on a personal layaway plan because I want um, a Samsung frame TV, and that's not cheap. <laughs> so I was like, we can just keep saving until we get it. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Also, we are on Etsy. It's also poor life decision. You can get you some cute little... Um, they contain alcohol mugs. Also, we have one that says auntie juice, which is really great for the auntie who likes to drink, aka me. Um, <laughs> mm, put it here. <laughs> Say anything else? Um, as always, check out that Etsy shop because we have lots of cute things. And please head over to your Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave us a glowing review. Five stars. The others do not work. And, you know, take a screenshot. Slide in the DM. Dwayne will send you a cute, cute sticker. Um, also, I want to tell everybody that uh, if you have acid reflux, <laughs> that this jalapeno pineapple margarita not is not fun. It's not bad, though. It's not as bad as I thought it would be, but I'm definitely going to have to take a swig of the um of my of my medicine when I when I leave out of here um but yeah just be sure you go do that and also we want to remind everyone that even though it's getting a little darker it's getting a little cooler you still need to wear your sunscreen and drink your water and be kind to yourself. And think about revising your skincare routine for us girls that are dry in the winter. Mm-hmm. In combination in summer. <laughs> that is such yeah. a good point. That is mm-hmm. such a good point. Um, I've really been slacking off of my full skincare routine lately. I've just been bare basics. Taking off this makeup and cleansing, moisturizing. Yeah, to... But I've got to get back to... on it. Because I've got these, like, bags under my eyes. And they also are dark. But I'm going to tell you what works. The caffeine serum from The Ordinary, mm-hmm. it works. Check them out. But you literally have to use it every day. I, <laughs> like, if you stop using it. I definitely have <laughs> luggage. Like, 
Like, you ever, I don't know if you've seen, like, a Nigerian at the airport with, like, 47 bags, and they're trying to sneak in, and only the, they have two bags. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the luggage that I have under my eyes. But also, yeah, I'm bringing back Essence, um, you know, hydrochloric acid. I don't think that's a word. Hyaluronic? <laughs> yeah, all of that, because I need it. I had this dry patch. It comes back really aggressively so we're gonna work on it uh we're gonna get back on it we're gonna get back on put vaseline on it (laughs) it's okay a little a little thin layer of vaseline at night after you finished your routine is perfectly good good. i love me some vaseline okay Mm -hmm. i also love Mm y'all so we'll talk later bye Love you. Bye. Poppin' shit. You would think I went to school for chiropractic. Looking good as hell today. Just sent my nigga five test. Why'd you come from me by the nigga? Man, you bitch. That's what they come at me by niggas who I don't even find attractive.